0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Our 3 sense Today, we are continuing our conversation from last week about long-distance relationships. Um, we talked about the process of getting into one and our expectations of what the rest of our LDRs will entail, as well as some key takeaways if you are going through a long-distance relationship yourself. By the way, I'd just like to remind you guys to follow us on our Instagram page. Um, our handle is at r that's our3cents.pod. So yes, do give us a follow there. Thanks for the support and enjoy the show.
1: I think we kinda of talked about what happens after.
0: Yeah, I think I think like I said, like the um, the main the main thing that stood out to me is that it's not what I thought of it to be. Like that was like mm. the that was the thing that was like screaming in my head, you know, it's like, oh my god, why is this not what I Cause I'm a big planner, and so I plan <laughs> for things. Yes, actually.
2: What do you mm-hmm. think it was gonna be?
0: Okay, I like I said. I thought it was given that I've prepared so much, you know. I've I've talked it out. I've scheduled it, um, and and all of that. I just thought that you know it will be a snap, settle down, and then let's just move on with life, you know, and 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 figure this out as we go, because. I don't like, I, I was really, I was, I was honest to myself in saying, I don't know what's going to happen. And I knew that I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just didn't know it was going to be like this different, you know, it just felt like an entire shock. And, um, yeah, I just thought the whole time that I would at least know for the first few days, how it was going to be like that she was going to go on a flight. She would land, she would settle in. I would give her a call. We'd be fine. And we just go on with the schedule we scheduled for ourselves. You know, on when to call, when to talk and stuff like that. Um, because we took into, we took like time zone and time difference in, into a And, you know, I thought, okay, everything is settled. This is good. But it unfortunately is a shock. As much as you plan, as constructively as you try to do it, uh, even to the extent of maybe you know, just for an example, making a shared calendar maybe and um, writing out the events on, like writing out the times you're gonna call as events in the calendar. Not 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 my case, definitely. Um, it's you can never plan for like the the emotions that run through your head um, after the fact, because um, the first few days were really hard. And again, I say all of this with like a big asterisk because I know of people who like go a long distance and they go, oh, we're fine. Let's just call once a week. We're all good. There's no problem, you know? And, and like props to you. I honestly admire you. I don't know how you do it, but uh, I was definitely not like that. I was kind of expecting myself to be that way, but no, it wasn't. Um, and it, I think my heart just sank and... Every day I woke up, I just didn't know what I was going to do. And it really didn't help that. Um, I think the best way to put it is, uh, you know the person's leaving. And you, you you anticipate them leaving and they leave, just as you expected them to. but And you anticipated what they were going to do when they reached and all of that and what you guys were going to do when they reached. That's fine. But you never really anticipated what you were going to do and the sad truth yeah. is you're just going to go back to life as it was just without that person. And that was the hard part for me because I, I knew it. I just didn't know how it felt. And when you're in it, oh man, <laughs> like you just realize that, um, you just realize that life is just going to have to go on. You know, and that sounds like a very simple thing to come to terms with because I mean, life has been going on. Why can't life just go on? Well, yeah, no, it can't. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, yeah. it's like, a, I think it's like, for me, at least it was a process of acceptance. Um, mm. I don't think there was any denial in it because I refused to deny it, but it was still a process of acceptance. It was really hard to just tell yourself, hey, actually, you know, life is the same for you. And that sucks because for the other person, it's an entirely new life. You know, they're like learning new things, making new experiences. On one hand, like Ashley said, you're thinking, oh yeah, you know, there's so many new things that they're going to experience and I'm just here, same old me, feel like we're growing apart. Yes, that, that too, but I think mainly it's also that you are stuck where you are and
1: yeah.
0: it's really hard to come to terms with the fact that nothing is nothing is really changing for you yeah you know and yeah. and um yeah i i i think it's just i think to, to come to terms with that to tell yourself that you need to like carry on with life and do what you need to do and and be excited for yourself and for what you are going to be doing. Although your partner may be doing more exciting things right now because so many things are exciting over there, you need to be excited for yourself, for, mm. um, for all the things you're going to be doing after they leave and how you are going to make yourself and keep yourself happy with your life, you know? Because like, like I said before that, this is two lives, not one, you know? And... Uh, saying it is one thing but living it is something different and realizing that uh, there are two lives and you got to live yours because if you don't, you are going to fall behind. It's not because the other person is leaving you. You're going to fall behind. You got to keep yourself you got to keep yourself up to tempo, up to speed with your own life, with your Mm -hmm. own events and your own yeah, just, you know, everything that life was before but the same. But just more of it. Uh, easier said than I done. Think, but
2: Yeah. No, but mm. the thing is, I, re- I think, right, the reason why it's easier said than done is because of the situation that the people being left here in Malaysia are feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Because we've been in MCO. A lot of times, you can't see your friends because MCO. So uh, at least for me, a lot of my... A lot of the things I was looking forward to before this was hanging out with him because that's the only time I could actually do anything because, I mean, my friends couldn't come out. He could drive, so we'd like go get food sometimes and he'd just like, oh, he'll come over, I'll go over there. But you couldn't really do that with like your friends. So, um, or at least I didn't really do it with my friends because of circumstances and stuff. So for the longest time throughout this whole MCO period, which is pretty much the whole year, I would say maybe after May, June, especially, um, a lot of my time was just looking forward to when I got to hang out with him. Because uh, that was the only time I actually got like human interaction. So it's kind of hard to continue doing things when you have such a monotonous routine with this mco happening you can't go out you can't see people in your life you can call them yeah like discord and stuff but it's not the same as like i think it'd be i just feel like it'd be so much easier to handle if life was back to normal yeah and as much as it may seem like you're distracting yourself you're also just kind of keeping yourself happy which is a good thing but it's just hard to do that with the current circumstances here in Malaysia mm. and they're mm. over there in countries where there's no like MCO and like restrictions and so they can just go out and have fun it makes you feel even more left behind if that makes any sense Mm-mm. yeah For Colin do you agree don't agree I,
0: I completely agree I just want yeah. to like address the people who may be thinking hey that's just avoidance. You know, that's not like, that's not like accepting the fact that they're gone. But no, it's different. Avoidance is just completely disconnecting yourself from them and going, hey, everything's fine. Like, what I have to do is I have friends here, you know, everything is good. No. Acceptance is accepting the fact that they're gone but knowing that they're still going to be there for you, trusting that they're still going to be there for you and keeping yourself excited for what's going to happen to yourself and keeping yourself okay. You know, that's, that's the difference there and there's a really fine line to it but um yeah i think like ashley said it's the it's the lack of um it's the lack of things happening it's the lack of our ability to like really go and get much done you know because at this point in time at least for me i'd be having uni. You know, if I were if yeah. I were going for classes, you know, um, attending social events, hanging out with my friends, it would be really being different.
2: Being in Australia,
0: yeah, being in Australia. Oh god, yeah. uh, a- 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 Australia government, please open your borders, please, I beg you. Yeah, but but yeah, um, I think it's definitely that. But uh, and it is a really unfortunate situation we're in but uh sadly we're just going to need to make do with it i think and um at least for the foreseeable future actually no not really i think we're st- i think i think our situation is starting to get a little better people are starting to like you know vaccinations are getting back up to speed and we are slowly really really slowly but slowly returning to normal and i think i think it'll be better soon it's just um i can't say what's going to happen in the future but the point is I think we just need to be excited for our own lives, you know, as Mm. much as, as much as we are excited for them and, uh, of course not let anything else take away from the fact that we are excited for them because, you know, I know that I was, and I was really happy that, you know, um, you know, they were like gonna go and, you know, have new experiences. Yes. But I think we should have as much drive and excitement for ourselves too and our own lives that's something that I definitely mm-hmm. neglected and in hindsight, I would have, uh, should have thought about. Yeah.
2: Actually, in my previous long-distance relationship, the reason why I coped so well, was the okay, one thing, there was no time to the difference. Just in a different state. For so, like, four hours away. No big deal. Um, uh, but at the time, it was when COVID was okay. It's the time when Malaysia, everything was like open. You could dine in full capacity and everything. So it was fine because I had my normal life back, and I'm someone who likes to go out with my friends. Especially as as like I'm a bit of a hermit sometimes. Like going out with my friends makes me very happy. I love spending time with my friends. So at the time, I was going back to campus. I got to see my friends. I go, go eat, eat with them. I went drinking and stuff, and like it just. At least I was living my own life while he was going on. In his own life as well. I can't do that right now, which is what kind of scares me, I think. Because mm-hmm. I don't really have much to look forward to and be excited about. And now that he's leaving, it's like one less thing to be excited about.
0: I know this is like a rojack of complaints and advice <laughs> all in one. But but I think... I think like with the unfortunate situation we're in, one way to like, just handle it is to take it a day at a time and uh i think i was calling megan one day and then she was saying stop planning stop like (laughs) stop thinking about what you're gonna do because it's not gonna help and uh, like i get that and I, i i think if you can do it yes go ahead please because i think it would help a lot but unfortunately for me i couldn't do that like I am so much of a planner that that's something that doesn't really like go into my brain and like actually work. So, um, like, you know, even if you are planning what you're going to do, just just plan it one step at a time. And because it, it it can be a very dangerous thing, you know, when you're thinking about what's going to happen. I'm not asking you to like, I'm not asking you to ignore it, but but putting your thought into it and like, like really thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, day after tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and stuff like that. It's a really daunting feeling. And I understand, like, I completely get where you're coming from because that's exactly what I felt. And every time I did that, I would spiral and spiral and spiral. And, um, it's not good. It really isn't. Um, and I know everything I said about, like, honesty before that and, like, you know, um, yeah, be be truthful and, and stuff, yes. But, um, there also comes like a I think it's all about moderation there comes a certain point in time where you can't just tell yourself exactly what you're going to do for the next 360 hours of your life you know um, so just do as much as you can right now
1: yeah no we're, I was thinking like do you mean 365 days
0: no, no no 360 hours I was just giving some random number it could be 10,800 hours as well oh okay. yeah
1: okay okay, okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was like 360. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, no. I'm just giving an arbitrary number. Like, I'm just. My point is, my point is, you. There, there comes a certain extent to which you cannot plan too far ahead. Yeah. Like, like I, I know I plan my calls, you know, with my significant other, but. I I don't schedule it for the next 365 days, you know, mm. um, because I don't know what's gonna happen then. Unfortunately, um, I think there is like a certain degree of certainty you can reach. But past that, you just have to accept the fact that it's not something that you can plan for. You can't plan for the day you're going to die. You know? So, um, just live in the moment and make the most out of that moment. You know? The way I saw it was that I can't call her right now. I can't talk to her right now. She's probably busy doing her own thing. Let me keep myself busy doing my own thing. You know? And be Mm. happy with that thing I'm doing. So starting small and working your way up. You know, tell yourself that you're going to be doing something for the next five minutes. That thing is going to work out for the next hour or two for you and you're going to be really happy with what you've done and just take it a day at a time after that. So, yeah.
1: Okay, so we, if we ever do a revisit episode, then we can revisit this. But if we don't, then we'll just leave it here, right? What are your expectations as time goes on? Whether it's about for yourself or whether it's for your like significant other, or, like for me, my my friend, right? For Ash it's like, what's your expectations after he flies? And then for the most of us like me and Colin, what is your expectations like in the next few months, you know, when things are like I guess more stable, blur? Hmm, yeah. I think it's gonna fucking suck. But I I know, I'm like very confident
2: and sure as time goes by I'll get used to it. We will get used to it, I'll get, used to it. I'll get used to the schedule at the time zone. get used to how much we can and cannot talk. Understand like when he doesn't reply, it's like circumstances and stuff and just kind of get used to everything and you go back to functioning like how you would do if you they were still here. but now they're there, you know. Everything should stay the same, still got time to spend with each other, just not in person. When classes get busier, like finals are coming, then maybe less time. It's like the usual thing here. Like if he if he had finals and I didn't here, I'd probably see him less So it'd be the same thing. I'd probably be calling him less or talking to him slightly less because he's busy with his own stuff. But it's gonna suck and then get better. I know it's gonna get better. I just don't want it to suck.
0: <laughs> I think I can see where hmm? you're coming from. Um But before I address that, I wanna go on a tangent first. Because I want to talk about time difference. Because that's a fucking killer. (laughs) Fucking, fucking killer. It's not a
2: killer if if you basically sleep in that time zone. I sleep at six.
0: Right, all right. (laughs) But, okay, okay. Just, um, without divulging too much, um, my partner's in the West. West, West. And I am supposedly anticipating to go to Australia. Um, and here's what sucks because, again, being the planner I am, I looked at daylight saving times. And if your partner goes to the west, please do not go to the east, okay? Please, because fuck, our time zones change four times a year. And
2: it changes?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, so. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> okay. If, uh, if anyone doesn't know what t- daylight saving means daylight saving means your clocks go back by an hour or go forward by an hour depending on whether daylight saving starts or ends at um I think for um the United Kingdom it is the first week of April wait sorry the last week of April and the the last Sunday of April and the last Sunday of October when the clock goes back and uh yeah go back it goes back and forth by an hour uh right now uh in the UK like between the UK and Malaysia there is a seven hour time gap on the 31st of October it's going to change to an 8 hour time gap okay so think about this (laughs) think about this oh look it seems fine right one hour no problem yeah go to fucking Australia (laughs) no offense to Australians I love Australians Um, but (laughs) go to Australia and you realize there's another two different dates in the year where the time changes and then now you have four (laughs) dates and you're like oh my god the time is gonna change like four times every single year. From nine hours nice. to ten hours to eleven hours back to ten hours back to nine hours in a single year, and you don't know what to do because the time gap is so different, and you always need to reschedule your calls, and you don't know you don't know how to like plan for them because like you know they're just they're just not gonna be at the same time ever, um, and so yeah, I'm sorry. Just
2: <laughs> just to, just to um, as this, I'm not laughing at your misery. I'm I laughing, I'm laughing at the tone of your voice.
0: I know. It's, I'm sorry. It's just it's just. It's really annoying and it's really hard. Like on, on a very serious note, it's it's not it's not easy. Um, and I don't I, I don't know like you know about um Mega and Ashley, but at least for me, um, obviously the solution for me is to plan and is to like think about the times that you know we're <laughs> gonna be talking to each other and stuff like that. Okay. And so that's what I do. Um uh yeah. I, I don't have much to say about it. I'm just I'm I'm just trying to point out that it's really really painful, <laughs> and um, I think one thing we can we should all agree that we, we I think we should be doing is to really um, to really um, be aware about it because um, I think like I actually said just now it it doesn't help when it doesn't help that you're awake and the other person is sleeping. <laughs> And it doesn't help that you go to sleep when they wake up. You know? So, um... Yeah. It's
2: like Colin just live in their time zone. <laughs> and very sick with me. No, it doesn't work that way. You
0: need to keep a healthy, healthy sleeping schedule. Okay. It's
2: not even because he's leaving. I just ended up staying up till 6. Shout out to Andrew for always staying up oh with me. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. If it works for you, go ahead. Be my guest and do that. <laughs> but... Um, I think, I think keeping in constant communication, especially when you're calling each other and stuff, uh, with really whack time zones, uh, I think it involves like, to a certain extent, making a sacrifice for each other. And I think that's something we both all like, we need to expect. And another thing is that you really have to plan with practicality in mind when you're thinking about these kind of things. Because if you're going to keep something in the long term, and you tell yourself, hey, you know what? It's cool. I'm just going to stay awake at ungodly hours, although it's not, totally not my lifestyle to do it, but you know, on these days of the week, I'm going to like stay up to like some weird-ass hour to like call. You know, like, I, you don't know how things can change and it's just really hard to just like, like when you're making a commitment, just be like really sure that you're, just be really sure that like, you know, you, you really think it will work. Try to be as realistic as you can about it because...
2: No, but Colleen, you see, for context, we started recording at 3, we're supposed to call at 3 today, I woke up at 2.45 and that's 7.45 a.m. in the UK. That's when he would wake up a class, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay, actually. Kidding, well,
0: okay, seriously, like, if, you're, if your lifestyle is already, like, fine oh with, like, you know, waking up at weird hours of the day in your time zone, sure, because... To be honest, it works. But, if
2: it, works, it works. But it's not it's not sustainable. Yeah, it's not if it's healthy. not
0: something that you see as being sustainable, like be real with yourself, you know. If it's not sustainable, then it's not. Then, you know, you guys really just need to come up with a different time. And um, especially with uni life, things can go on into the night. There can be events at night. There can be uh, you know, there can be things going on at the times you think you're gonna be calling each other. And uh well, yes, it may be something to expect, but uh, I think there's a really fine line between expecting it and actually abusing it, abusing that expectation. Because you may think for once or twice it's okay rescheduling the call or like saying, "Oh, hey, I can't, I can't call right now because um, you know, um, I have something going on." But don't get too comfortable with it.
1: I mean, in terms of time zone, I guess I have the most like fine one here because mine is literally 12 hours so it's like if it's 2am for me it's 2pm for them it's like easy conversion and stuff mm-hmm. we don't call as much I guess but like I said in the beginning like like just like previously right Um, time zone was hard when you're awake and they're asleep or they're awake and I'm asleep so for the first like few days few weeks it was bad it was just like, oh, it's so quiet. There's nothing like there's nothing I can do. So did I start filling up my time with stuff? Yeah. Was that healthy? No. It was not. But um what we did was we just kind of dropped messages whenever we wanted to text, you know, and then when they're awake, then they just reply or If I'm awake, then we just reply, or? So that's how we coped with it, with the time zone thing. So I don't really have much to say about time zone. Cause our problem wasn't time zone. Our problem was just me being too <laughs> not self sufficient. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, back to the question of expectations. Ashley oh, you yeah, expect it to be bad. No, it's fine. Like I expect it to be bad, but then good after that. Colleen, what is your expectations in the next few? In the, whatever time period you wanna put.
0: I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say that I expected something. Like I expected something before the long distance and those expectations were completely shattered. And then when I got into it, I expected something else and those expectations were also completely shattered. So I don't, I really, really don't know what to expect. I just... Hmm. Um, I think
2: having no expectations is the best expectation. Like with a long guess, distance relationship, yeah. the fact that everything is so, um, it it's just so volatile. Volatile not yeah. in the sense that your relationship is rocky. It's just that there's so many factors that could change the outcome. Yeah. Plan. So you guys are supposed to call, bank account call, Wi-Fi cut Yeah. Like, I don't know, what happens in the UK? Um, Wi-Fi cut
0: was a real thing, I must say. Personal experience. <laughs> uh, uh, but got Taki
2: yeah. got, I uh-huh. don't know, some kind of school event. Like, a lot yeah. of things can happen to interrupt your plan. So when you have no expectations, you just trust that the reason why your plans are cancelled is for good. Like, trust. It's valid. It's like, that's all you need. Because trust. when you expect, you can't, like my sister is in a long distance relationship, right? And the one thing she always tells me is don't expect anything. You can plan stuff, you can get excited for it, but always have that thought in the back of your head that your plans might get cancelled. And <laughs> you have to learn to like be okay with that.
0: I I personally don't know if I can completely get behind the the, 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 the don't expect stuff thing because I still feel like I still feel like whether I like it or not just being in a relationship, it's just, this is really hard to tell yourself, hey, I have no expectations. Um, but, I think what's important, at least for me, the way I see it is that if you do have any expectations, as selfish and stupid and brutal as they sound, I think you need to make it known and be honest with it. Like, you can, like, you know, if, if if whatever it is sounds sounds really needy to you, I, I yeah, as needy as things can sound, I, I think you just need to make it clear. Because when those things just don't happen, uh, you can get disappointed. And when it's at a distance, it's really hard to troubleshoot something like that. It's
2: important that your needs are realistic also. Like You understand of what your partner is capable of giving you what they're not. If your needs are realistic, very much can be... What's it called? Very much... Fulfilled? Fulfillable. Your needs are fulfillable without completely taxing them and making them go into some kind of existential crisis for God knows how many weeks. Um, You should communicate it because as much as there is distance... It's still a relationship. You have obligations and responsibilities.
0: I think, I think it's a very good moral compass for yourself. You know? Mm-hmm. When you're making this an exercise to make known any expectations you have, it's you you get really self-conscious. Uh it it may not be a bad thing because like you you kind of realize that some of the things you may be asking of your partner are not realistic. Um but I would say. I would say one thing to do, like really, if you're not sure if it's something that's realistic, never, ever, ever, ever hide an expectation or let it go unspoken. Because even if it's unreasonable, run it by your partner. Ask them what they think about it. You know?
1: Because
0: um, for all you know, it may not sound stupid to them. But
1: yeah, you, you, the
0: two like the two of you have to be honest about it, you know. If it sounds yeah. stupid, it sounds stupid. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it needs to be clearly communicated in a way that you guys both know that the intention isn't to break each other's hearts or anything like that. You know, yeah. if it's not possible, it's just not, and you guys and you just need to accept accept that fact. But of course, you you also need to trust that although it may sound unreasonable to you. Uh and you say it to your partner, your partner won't judge you for saying something you may think is unreasonable. So I think uh, yeah, I think just trusting your partner and having your partner trust you is just is 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 really, really important. Not just not just in terms of like being a cheating cheating bitch or anything like that, but 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 like seriously just trusting each other in terms of saying embarrassing things, doing embarrassing things thinking embarrassing things, it's 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 always important to feel comfortable with each other and like be able to talk to each other about it. Um, maybe, maybe you guys are like fine not really like, you, you know, maybe you guys are self-sufficient enough to like not really like talk about these stuff, to not need to talk about these stuff because these things aren't usually an issue. But if you realize that suddenly you're disappointed or let down by something, I think it's really important that you speak it out as stupid as it is. Yeah,
1: I agree. Like, I don't think it's just for like, romantic relationships because I had to do that with them like one day because everything was snowballing and like, they knew that it was snowballing and I wasn't saying anything about it. Okay, t- to be fair, I wasn't saying anything about it because I thought I was being dumb, which was exactly what Colleen said. Like, Even though it's dumb, I should have just said something. So they kind of just sat me down. And they were like, tell me what it is. I'm like, I don't want to. It's embarrassing. But I still told them about it and like, yeah, we're, we're fine now so yeah but back to the we keep going on tangents but back to the question of like expectations i i just hope let's just not say expectations like, i just hope things get i hope that there's some kind of like rhythm back does that make sense like like we used to have rhythm here and now it's like very messed up because everything's different there
0: i think we all just like instinctively like, although we may not be planners, not all of us mm-hmm. at least. I think we all just instinctively as humans just want to like look for a certain pattern.
1: Certainty. And
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that certainty is is really something that you know we all chase for. And yeah. um yeah, it's I think it's it's good to have some sort of that, which is why when I was talking about like scheduling and expecting there like to be times when you know, your significant other is busy and stuff like that. Like that, that's why I said that I think it's very important that you don't take this this in inverted commerce flexibility for granted. Because you really, really should be sticking to something that you really know you can commit to. And if you can't don't don't fool yourself into thinking it's possible. Because if it's not, it's not. Be be, be be you know be realistic with yourself and with your partner because this decision that you're gonna make isn't just gonna be to the detriment of you but also your partner. If you mm. if you can't keep to it, you know. So um. Yeah, having having some sort of certainty within the relationship is always very important. And actually, speaking of certainty, I think that setting setting an end date of when this is all gonna wrap up is 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 a really really important like thing to do at least at least a tentative period of time when you guys know you're going to see each other again or um yeah and and if you're like you know if your end date seems to be i don't know 2025 um <laughs> yeah that can be really daunting and painful to think about but um i'm not asking you to deny it or put it aside, but maybe one thing that could help cope is think about the next time you're gonna see a partner. You know, maybe the next holiday. Make a make a uh, make a commitment to 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 see each other. Then, you know, um, mm-hmm. of course, expect it to not necessarily be a hundred percent achievable, but aim to see each other. You know, make an. Promise to make an effort, not promise to see each other, but promise to make an effort to see each other at this stipulated time frame. You know, um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's always it's, it's. I think I think it'll keep you a little more sane in the meantime. You know, to know mm-hmm. that this is this is not gonna last forever. Cause um, looking at look, look uh, you know, when I was like spiraling and thinking of what I was gonna do the next day and the day after that, like it really yeah. really felt forever. And I know there was an end date to it. It and I I, I, I think it kinda helped. Um, it can't help to know that it would end one day. And um I guess on that note, it it should also it should also be obvious to you that if you make it to that end date, know that you know you'll come out of this long distance much stronger than you were before you went into it.
1: Ash, anything to say? I think I think we can like close after this. But Ash, anything? Any last things to say before I close it?
2: Long since sucks. Worth
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll it, but it sucks. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I think this is gonna be a long episode. I'm pretty damn sure it's gonna be a long episode. But uh, I'll just say like a few more, like not a few more things, but just a tiny thing before we end. Um, we talked a lot about LDR did. and I feel I mean, like i
0: panicked I'm sorry
1: it's okay um, I feel like whether you are in a friendship like I am or a relationship it's kind of similar you know you, you still have like things you're worried about like but it's different because you know different relationships but there's still things you're worried about you're still gonna cry about it but I think what's important is you know again we said like self-sufficiency and trying to cope with whatever you're going through Day by day, don't plan. So ahead. Mm-hmm. You hear that Colleen? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you're a planner like Colleen, don't plan too much. Cause it is very like detrimental, you know? Yeah. Okay. I guess um, sit- I sorry? I want
0: to emphasize one more thing, which is trust. Really, really, oh, yeah. really trust. Um again, it, it feels it feels very like, you know, you're probably listening to this and you're like, Oh yeah, I can trust. I trust my partner so much. It's cool. It's fine. No, trust. Seriously, trust.
2: <laughs> I trust my partner so much. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So not- um, it's not easy to describe it, but trust.
1: Yeah, nothing nothing can really prepare you. like If you are listening to this and you are about to go through it or you are going through it and stuff mm-hmm. like that, there's nothing much we can say other than our own experiences to tell you like what you might be facing. But again, every everyone's like experience is different. So we just we all hope that you know you're doing okay, you know you're coping well. Mm-hmm. Try to be self-sufficient and we just hope that everything will be fine for you and mm-hmm. we hope that by the time this episode gets released that all of us are not that sad and when, if we ever do a revisit we're a bit happier, a beater, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just releasing. Our next episode is uh, gonna be about, um, it's gonna be about boundaries and relationships and how soon is too uh. soon. So just stay tuned for that. Yeah.
1: Until then, bye. 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 <laughs>